0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. I keep hearing about self-driving cars. Some are on autopilot, but others have reached level four or five or something. Is, is that a video game level? Are self-driving cars rated on video game playing? Confused? Don't be. Let's help you know a little more about levels of driving automation. Autonomous cars are cars that can drive themselves, but some can drive themselves more than others. So over the years, organizations have tried to define levels of autonomy so you know just how autonomous and reliable a car's self-driving capabilities are. There have been different definitions over the years, and of course every car manufacturer has its own brand names on top of these, but the good news is that in the last few years, the Society of Automotive Engineers, or SAE, has published levels of driving automation that have become the standard that all the brand names and shortcuts refer back to. SAE J3016 trademark, recommended practice taxonomy and definitions for terms related to driving automation systems for on-road motor vehicles, was launched in 2014. Ah, but you can call it SAE Levels of Driving Automation for short and it actually feels shorter when you hear the full name. It occasionally gets refined and clarified, but it's generally holding up as the easiest way to signal how capable an autonomous driving feature is. The most recent revision is j 3016 202104 released in April, hence the 4, 2021. There are five levels, actually six if you count level zero, which you should, Let's go through them here with a rough, and engineers, please bear with me as I oversimplify a little here and there so everybody understands. I say it again rough explanation of what each level means. You would think level zero is the easiest. It's manual, no automation. Though we don't mean a stick shift from the 1960s, it can still have advanced features. The car may tell you things or even do a few things, but it doesn't do any driving. So blind spot warning, that's level zero. Lane departure warning, level zero. These are all cool under level zero. In fact, even automatic emergency braking is level zero, according to SAE's graphic on this. These are all momentary warnings or brief assistance. The level zero features have no sustained control over the car. Level one, however, can do some more sustained assistance. So lane centering brings a car up to level one because it's adjusting the steering on an ongoing basis. Cruise control counts for level one because it can speed up and slow down the car for you over time. You're still steering or braking the car, but the car can jump in and help with these one at a time. That's key. It can center you in the lane or It can maintain speed with cruise control, but here's a key. It doesn't do both at the same time. Another example of a level one feature is parking assistance. It only steers. You control the speed. These first two levels are defined as assistance. Level two, which is the third level, remember level zero, level one, level two is the first level that uses the word automation in its definitions. That's because it can do more than one thing at a time. If the car can maintain your cruising speed and center you in the lane, that's level two because it can steer, accelerate, and brake when it needs to. It's not just monitoring one thing. So SAE kind of considers that doing a little bit of driving for you. This level is confusingly called hands-off or autopilot sometimes, but it's really neither. One key to level two, and this is important, is you, the driver, are always responsible. The system is not considered reliable enough to operate unsupervised. You need to keep your hands on the steering wheel and your eyes on the road. The system's just helping you out. Level 3, however, is the first level where you can relax sometimes and not have to supervise to maintain safety sometimes. With Level 3, under limited conditions, the car can drive itself. However, one of the things that makes it Level 3 is that even if those conditions are met, it can't always drive itself, so you always have to be ready to take over. There still needs to be a human in the driver's seat with a steering wheel and pedals. A common example of a Level 3 feature is traffic jam driving. On a controlled access highway, the car can speed up and slow down as needed to keep you moving through traffic. It's considered reliable enough that you don't need to pay full attention. You could take your hands off the wheel, but at certain times, like maybe after you get off the highway, the human driver is going to have to take over. So one important thing about level three is it doesn't mean you can take your eyes off the road. Maybe take your hands off the steering wheel sometimes. Level four, however, relieves you of the responsibility of driving now. Level four is real autonomous driving. If certain conditions are met, the car can drive itself, and it will not operate if those conditions aren't met. A good example here is an autonomous taxi service in a predefined and well-mapped region. Within that region, the taxi doesn't need a human driving it, and it won't operate outside that region. This is the first level where you might have a car without a steering wheel and a pedal. It can't drive everywhere. It's not a general purpose vehicle, but on an assigned route, it can go without needing a human driving. Outside of that route, outside of its region, outside of its controlling parameters, it'll just safely pull to the side of the road and stop, for instance. Level five is the holy grail that some people say we may never actually achieve. Level five means a vehicle can drive reliably and safely everywhere under all conditions in which a human can drive now. I can't drive in a blinding blizzard. So no, the level five system won't either, but it'll still be level five. It just doesn't need predefined regions, predefined routes, special conditions. It also doesn't need a human or a steering wheel or pedals. Now, let's go back over these last three levels three, four, and five again. Level three means the human doesn't always have to supervise. The hands, maybe at certain times, don't have to be on the wheel, but the car may tell you to take back control. So you need to be ready to do that. The driver is not relieved of responsibility. Level four means the human does not have responsibility anymore, but the car can't go everywhere. The car will just stop itself if it meets conditions it can't drive in. And level five can drive pretty much anywhere, in any condition a human could, and doesn't need a human to do it. Right now, most cars that you can buy have level two features at the best, or level one or level zero. Even those with traffic jam assistance and lane keeping assistance are usually not considered reliable enough for the human to be relieved of the responsibility of having their hands on the wheel. Level two means you gotta keep it on the wheel. Level 3 vehicles, however, do exist. Mercedes-Benz and Honda were the first two manufacturers to get regulatory approval for Level 3 services. Honda got it for its Traffic Jam Pilot in Japan. That happened in November 2021. And Mercedes got approval in Germany for its automated lane keeping that it calls Drive Pilot. That happened in December 2021. Level 4 systems are limited to tests, with certain buses on limited routes or in limited commercial parks, and some small suburban routes operated by Waymo vehicles, and Level 5 doesn't exist yet. A few more things to keep in mind regarding these definitions. They're designed to describe the level of human interaction and capability of a system to drive on roads. They aren't a measure of value or quality. A really tricked out level zero car might be a better car than a really minimal level four bus. And they're not measures of safety. Level two is a big minefield for that discussion. There are loads of arguments about how safe an implementation of a level two feature might be, especially around Tesla. SAE levels don't have anything to say about that. It's also worth pointing out that the levels are meant to apply to features, not cars, The driver assistance might be level 3, but that doesn't make the rest of the car level 3. It may only have level 0 for all its other features. Now, that might seem like a distinction without a difference, but you might find it useful if you find yourself shopping for a car with level 3 features. That Mercedes automated lane keeping is level 3 up to 37 miles per hour on designated highways in Germany. The rest of the time, it's not a level 3 car, at least not yet. And finally, If you see level 2.5 or level 2+, those are actually prohibited by the SAE if you're using their levels officially. They're just marketing terms. So if you see those, those are not official designations. But with all these caveats, the levels are useful and used often to delineate just how capable a car's features and systems are. So hopefully it's helpful that now you know a little more about levels of driving automation.